Season's greetings here from the crew at All22. Wednesday, December 16th, when we're recording this, you'll probably hear it on Thursday. Along with our co-host, I am Fred Curtis, Kelly Dawsey. How you doing today, brother? Season's greetings. Merry Christmas. All that jazz. All that jazz. <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. I'm pretty good, man. Pretty good. <laughs> um, oh. Hey, I'm, try- I'm trying to get in the Christmas spirit, the holiday spirit. <clears throat> yeah, man. Can't be screws um, no more. Man, I, I don't even think... No, screw. <laughs> the Grinch hated Christmas. He did. I don't particularly hate this time of year. It's just okay. it doesn't move me like it does other people. That's all. <laughs> that's so, that's it. I don't hate it. So you're not blasting Silent Night and Mariah Carey's Christmas album? Yeah. Or? See, I don't need all that. <laughs> but I do want to. I want to get better just for my daughter. You know, I'm not in a believing the Santa thing, but I want her to be excited around this time of year. So. Yeah. Just I'm go a, all the uh, way, man. Just let her huh? think that Santa's there then. You, you said know? what now? I said just go all the way and just do the whole Santa thing. Then, oh, no, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> so, but, but this is the thing. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm just not going to bring Santa up. Yeah. Okay. She's, saying, she's, she's heard about it at school. And, you know, I'm not just going to be like Santa's not real. Yeah. But I'm not going to be the one who's, hey, Santa's coming to town and stuff like that. That's all. <laughs> You know. <laughs> oh, so mommy's not kissing Santa Claus, huh? Nah, nah. You're not putting not it. No, that. we okay, okay. <laughs> bet, bet. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but you know, I'll be I'm I give Mariah Carey a lot of coins this time of year. So, you know. <laughs> Mariah Carey makes bank as soon as hey, November 20, uh, well, the Friday Black Friday, she starts making bank. Oh, rap. <laughs> Without question. It's like everybody it's just knows it's her season now, which is like wild, bro. It's her. It's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. What a time. I didn't even know that song was original either. Like in my mind, I just like had this feeling like she you just stayed. Yeah. Yeah. She copied, well, not copied it, but cut whatever. Um, and I'm like, maybe that's why she makes so much. Because like, can you imagine just hearing that in 1995? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> and you still hearing it. And you still hearing it, bro. That song's Man. never as long as like. Christmas exists in the realm of what like we are now. That's always gonna be crazy. Yeah, crazy. Like her, her children's children, children are gonna be millionaires just from that. She song. said she doesn't have she doesn't have to make another album. No, no, must be nice. Um, <laughs> shout out Mariah Carey. Uh, hey, we're gonna get into college football today. Uh, go over our Power Sixteen uh, updated from a couple weeks ago. Preview championship weekend coming up. Clemson Notre Dame is the headliner, of course. Um, Alabama, Florida lost some of it, lost a lot of its luster, actually, um, with Florida's loss to LSU, uh, which is unfortunate. We'll get into that a little bit, too. Uh, but first up is Lamar's heroics, man. Um, I don't think it needs a whole lot of level setting. Monday night was arguably the best regular season game I've ever seen. I don't know. If, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but um, – <laughs> I think between just a variety of factors, especially 2020, him having had COVID a few weeks ago, you know, running back into the, I, I promised I'd from the beginning, Lisa Salters came on and was like, Lamar's not on the sidelines. He went into the locker room, said he got cramps. I'm like, leave my mans alone, man. He probably got to take a dump. Um, he <laughs> says he didn't, whatever. Uh, but I mean, <sighs> one of the greatest performances I think I've ever seen 
by by a quarterback, to be totally honest, just considering all the circumstances um, and considering what Baltimore was, you know, needed not needing to win that game. Brian Greasy kept getting on my nerves saying that it's a game they have to have. No, they don't. They could have lost and still been in the playoff line. But winning definitely helps. It. Um, I don't know. What, what was your what's your you know initial sort of biggest takeaways? A lot of takeaways from it. Um, but what did you take away from from Lamar's heroics the most? Well, you said um, the best regular season game. The first one I thought about, and I have to think about which one was better. Remember that that, that Kansas City and uh, L.A. Rams, Rams game? Oh, yeah. It was like that, 49-52. Okay. That was up there. That, 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 that's one that, you know, I have to sit down and think about which one was better. But um, there was really not a lot of stakes, not a lot of it – was, it was some hype because those were, you know, two high-scoring offenses – both of those teams were good, but the fact that Lamar hasn't been having the MVP season he had last year, uh, um, the Browns will make the playoffs. The Browns are pretty good. They oh, yeah. last year they should have been pretty good. Um, Stefanski's got those boys coached up. Coaching matters, y'all. He, he said it. it all the time. Coaching matters. People don't the listen. Browns bro. Had pretty much the same squad from last year. Yes, and it literally pretty much the same squad, you know. And this coaches got those guys playing better. Um, but yeah, so surrounding COVID and people, people are underestimating. So, so Lamar and some of these other players, they're not just, you know, asymptomatic. Lamar had COVID. Sick, bro. <laughs> so he was, he was actually sick, like feeling it. He said he was in a bed for 10 straight days. I don't doubt so it. To expect him to just come out and just ball, you know, you shouldn't expect that. Uh, you shouldn't expect him. It's, it's a respiratory disease. Like if I have a cold, it's hard playing football. For real. <laughs> like a common cold. So he, if you look at the stats as far as the passing, and you have to watch, this is why you have to watch games. He didn't need to pass the ball. I think he had 11 attempts in the first half, 11 attempts on like 85 yards. That's all they needed him to do. Huh. That's all they needed him to do. And when he needed to play, when he needed to make the plays, he made it. Um, caught cramps. I think it was, I mean, I think they highlighted this on the during the game. When it's cold and you're playing ball, you just don't think about drinking water. Huh. And like we like I just uh stated, he's coming off COVID. So, you know, he's probably he's still trying to get back in the swing of things like he was before COVID. Yeah. So getting his body right. So he probably, you know, he may have, he may or may not have had to take a dump, but <laughs> you know, I'm gonna believe when he said he had cramps. But to come, man, and I, te- I, I text you the next morning, I said, bro, I felt so I fell asleep. I turned the game off when they were up two scores. So mm-hmm. oh, they got it. I, I was dead tired, you know, had to be up at 6 a.m. I was done. Fell asleep, woke up, and I saw that. He was out, and Trace Masoli was in, and I think they had um, they were up one score. I said, you know what, Browns are about to win. <laughs> so I just went back to sleep. I wake up, and it's like come back, come back. Justin Tucker, who was the goat, but yeah, man, that 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 was a great game to come out of the locker room to see your quarterback go down on TV to come out the locker room fourth and five. He could have got the. He was fast enough to get the uh, fourth and five, but Hollywood Brown just came out wide open, made a perfect pass. Finally caught a ball. Hollywood Brown dropped three passes that game. So 
it was good for him to redeem himself as well. Man, to come out the locker room, hit that, then the Browns score again, then you get them in field goal position and has and you have the GOAT make a 55-yard game winner. So that was very entertaining game, especially because of the stakes. Um, a lot of people – I don't think enough people are talking about how Pittsburgh can lose out and the Browns may win the division. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, you know, a lot. there was a lot at stake. Uh, the Ravens are trying to get in the uh, postseason, which we both think they will. But, yeah, man, that was a very entertaining game. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, you know, a few things. One is, like, stats do lie. Um, and I try to, you know, make sure people understand this. Like, people watch so much ESPN, and that's not a reputable sports organization anymore. Like, if I only watch ESPN when they play games because their so-called analysts and personalities are just trash and don't actually offer anything to the game. Um, and it's like we know a lot of people who just pick up on those ESPN narratives, and it's just annoying. I want to just tell them shut up. But, um, you know, the whole idea, oh, he can't, you know, throw downfield or – pass or whatever is like look at the stats I'm just like man you got to actually watch games I mean if you looked at the stats from both and well I was going to get to the second Baker played pretty well as well um and Cleveland needs to be taken seriously as a team that can win one or two games in the postseason but if you look at the stats Lamar was 11 of 17 for 163 and a touch Baker was 28 of 47 343 two touchdowns in the pit you look at 28 of 47 you're like man he missed a lot of guys both of those guys played exceptionally well. Even Lamar's nine for 124 and two touchdowns. I mean, that's par for the course for Lamar. But if you combine those two things, you would say that's a pedestrian performance. It was a good performance. And you would yeah, say yeah. that for both guys. But actually watching the game and seeing some of the situational things, the awareness, exactly. the times when they, you know, when it was third down and, you know, they could have forced it, but they threw it away. Or, you know, Baker put the ball where it was incomplete, but could have easily get it for a guy who was, you know, like you got to be able to watch games and see sort of that situational awareness and when a lot of those completions come. Those are a lot of Baker's completions were incompletions, rather, were good incompletions. Don't take a sack there. Don't throw that in the double coverage. So um, that, that's, that was, that was one of the things. The second thing, like I mentioned, is the Browns are for real, man. And, I wasn't a huge believer in them, and I don't think they can get to the Super Bowl. I don't think they're quite there yet. But like you mentioned, we say all the time, coaching matters. They got a real coach. Um, And we always say they got a decent franchise quarterback. I don't see Baker getting any better, per se. I don't see him getting any worse. It doesn't have to be with that run game. Exactly. Chubb's one of the best running backs in the game, I say, behind Kamara uh, and C-Mac. But the, the other thing I want to highlight is they added some pieces along the offensive line which I think is what helped elevate them as well, getting Conklin from Tennessee and then selecting Jedrick Wills, and they can rush the passer. So they've got they got a group that can protect the quarterback. They got guys who can get you the other team's quarterback, and they have a quarterback. Four sacks. And people, for the eight millionth time, those are the three things you need to be a Super Bowl contender. Anything yep. else on top of that? Great. But that's, that's, that's what they have. The third thing uh, I think is – you know, as Baltimore gets in, I, I think they're primed and in a better position this year to win it. And I know that sounds crazy, but people are always like, oh, this team isn't built to come back and all the other stuff. And granted, they don't they still lack outside weapons. They don't have yeah, anybody yeah. that scares you outside sure. the numbers. Hollywood can if he chooses to catch the football. Um, but they've shown an ability, I think, lately. One, I don't, you know, Yannick hasn't really been the impact player I would have expected or hoped for him to be but there's been so many injuries he hasn't really had a chance to get assimilated to the team and the scheme and the culture with everybody they're starting to get healthy 
So you got Yannick, you got Judon, you got Calais Campbell, you got Derek Wolf. Patrick Queen just continues to get better. Look, man, they if they might get the seventh seed, and if they do, Pittsburgh's probably going to be number two. Pittsburgh already beat them twice. Steelers not beating the Ravens three times. Uh, nope. You know, next up will probably be going to Kansas City. And, you know, everybody would pick the Chiefs. I'm not so sure. Now, this team's got to get healthy. I will say that, especially in the secondary. But For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two guys went, yeah, two guys went down the other night. Um, I just got an alert that said <laughs> three receivers, including Hollywood, are on the COVID list. No, so, I saw that. You know, they'll probably <laughs> retest tomorrow and we'll, we'll see. But easiest remaining schedule. Um, yep. There's no reason, absolutely no reason they shouldn't go 3-0. They're going to win out. All right. So I'm going I'm, to I'm speak. I'm turning on my fan hat right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, even – even if I wasn't a fan, you, you expect them to beat the Giants, the Jags, and the Bengals. Yeah, that's, that's so not you, you expect homers. that regardless. Yeah. So you, you should be three and no, 11 and five. All right. So the teams, the teams ahead of you, we've already we already mentioned a few times that the Dolphins remain in schedule. We just don't think, you know, they're gonna they probably need to be three and no to make the playoffs then. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think they're losing. I think um, New England beats them yeah. again. Um, so that's another. That's one L. That L right there is going to propel Baltimore in the seventh spot. All right. So I was looking at the 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 Colts, the Colts remaining schedule, the Titans remaining schedule, um, and the Browns remain. The Browns are going to get in. I honestly think, looking at those, uh, the Colts and the the Titans. I really think they can lose two out of three. Huh. I really think they can lose two out of three. Um, obviously, they beat the they beat the Colts. The Ravens beat the Colts in the regular season. Uh, they lost to the Titans. Uh, it was a one score game. Went into overtime. Titans do have their number right now. Um, I just think in, this team is is better than last year. Huh. This team is better. It was a blowout in the postseason. You know, the, the score didn't, it doesn't indicate that, but it was a blowout. <laughs> yeah, they dominated from start to finish. Yeah, it was it was, it was was a pounding. Um, the Ravens actually led by two scores this game when they played the Titans, you know, had some mishaps and let them come back. And then Derry Henry. I hate Derry Henry. <laughs> Monster. I hate Derry Henry just because I'm a Ravens fan. But, yeah, I think the best possible situation is to get six or five or six. Yeah, I mean, and, and – um... So to wrap this this segment up, I think ooh, the Titans got the Packers next week. That'll be fun. Um exactly. Yeah. They they, they <laughs> well, got some they got some teams and and the Titans are one of those te- Titans and the Colts. It's just they can stink it up. And next they week they play great. Yeah. I love the Colts defense. Yeah. They've been playing well. So we'll 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 see if they can uh you know maintain their level of play. Man, both teams are hit or miss. I think if if I'm if I'm not just Baltimore, but any you know AFC wild card team, for example, I want to. It sounds crazy. I'd rather play Pittsburgh than Buffalo. I want to avoid those Bills at all oh, costs. Sure. Um, one because they're just a good team, well coached, uh, everything inside and out. Two is that you just never know what you're walking into weather wise in Buffalo. And that team is constructed to be able to win in any conditions because Josh Allen, beautiful, wonderful deep ball. 
They can run. They play good defense. Every team is not conditioned to be able to win in those circumstances. Even like a Tennessee, for example. Yeah, you got Derrick Henry, but does Ryan Tannehill really have the arm to be able to go up to a windy Buffalo and throw the ball around? You know, um, I mean, Baltimore, you know, run the football. So very much so, I think, built to be able to compete up there in other teams, um, as well as, you know, I would say Cleveland's in there as well. But Colt, if I'm Colts, Titans, if they get in, Dolphins, Raiders, I don't I don't want to go to Buffalo. I'd rather take my chances with Pittsburgh, a team you know you can run the football against as opposed to Buffalo. Anyway, AFC playoff picture coming down the stretch is going to be uh, it's going to be a big deal. Interesting. Um, but, yeah, I see Baltimore getting in. I think Miami's going to take a step back. I think they lose the final three. Should yeah, Colts, um, if I'm the Colts, definitely. They say the seeding doesn't matter this year, but I'm it trying matters. to get that three. <laughs> it matters, yeah. I'm trying to get that three, so I don't have to play Buffalo. I don't have to go to Buffalo. If you get that six, you got to go to Buffalo. I don't want to yeah. go to Buffalo. <laughs> like you said, just because of the weather. Colts play indoors. Yeah. Um, at least you get that first-round matchup out the way. But I think Buffalo is going to end up, you know, at that three spot. They, You know what? They might – I'm I I'm I've been on record of saying I think I said it a few weeks ago that Steelers may win may lose three out of the next five. Yeah. So they they're winning the they may or may not win the division, but you know, they may end up being the fourth seed, man. I think Buffalo end ends up, up being the fourth seed. Buffalo may hop up to yeah. the two. Yeah, I mean Buffalo ends at Denver at New England against Miami. So I think Buffalo wins out to go 13 and 3. And if they finish with the same record as Pittsburgh, as y'all know. Um, they'll have, they'll win the tiebreaker. Uh, yeah. Pittsburgh's last three at Bengals, Colts, at Browns. Now, look, they should win Monday night against Cincinnati, but this they is a division should. game. And, I you think know, it's going to be close, but I think yeah, they'll win. Yeah, but, I mean, you're talking about Indy and then at Cleveland? I'm not sure I'm picking them in either of those games right now. I don't think I am, man. Yeah. The so. jury, it, they have no running game, and everybody knows they, they don't even try to run the ball. They don't even try to run the ball. <laughs> And then if you can, if you have some, sec, if you have some secondary guys who can just play press, press man to man like Buffalo did, you can you can beat Pittsburgh. Obviously, got to have a good quarterback. If you have a good running game to keep that offense off the field, and you have some corners, that's the recipe uh, to beat Pittsburgh because they have a lot of defenders out as well. Yeah, and I, I think like not being able to run the football works if you have a mobile quarterback. Ben has exactly. not been ten years ago, so. Nope. If, if Patrick Mahomes or Lamar or Josh Allen couldn't run the football, and all those teams can, but if they couldn't run the football, it'd be different. But Ben is a shell of himself when it comes to mobility. I mean, he's like a fat, slow stick. Um, so, you know, they keep trying to throw all these bubbles. And that's why they drop a lot of passes, honestly, because those receivers know they got to get up the field. That's basically their run game. That just – I don't see that working in January. I just don't. And, and, you, and I see people on Twitter, like, they say, <laughs> you know, why they just want to do this and do this. Listen, the coaches are at practice every day. It's not that simple. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> they know what they have. Like, now, with Lamar, you have no outside weapons. None. Everybody's like, oh, he always wants to throw the middle of the field. That's because well, Greg that's Roman a, knows. <laughs> right. You like, don't have an A.J. Brown. You don't have a D.K. Metcalf. You don't have an Allen Rock. Like, you don't have those guys. So it's a reason why they do certain things. Yeah. Cam Newton in New England. He doesn't have anybody at all. But granted, that some of that is on him as far as the play, the play calling and play, um, you know, recognition and how he's been playing. You know, it can go both ways. Same way with Roman and Lamar. Um, but 
Yeah, man. These coaches know what they have. So they call the game plan from what they see during the week. <laughs> you know, I, people are always talking about, I, I think there's a misconception in like, oh, if you're not throwing outside the numbers, it's because your quarterback can't throw outside the numbers. No. And it's like, there's a position group that I think six of them went in the first round last year for a reason uh, in that you can't just put anybody out. There, oh, we're going to throw this out. Okay. Let me throw this out to, to who? Like, it matters what kind of talent and ability you have on the outside. I'm not going to throw out the numbers if I know I got a guy with a small catch radius or who can't run routes, who can't get separation, who doesn't have the astuteness or awareness to come back to the football. Like, there's so many, <laughs> you know, there's just so many. Le- and coaches know that. Like, yeah, coaches know they see it. my guy doesn't come back to the football. That, you know, it's, it's not as simple. Again, ESPN narratives. It's not as simple as. This quarterback doesn't do this. This quarterback doesn't do that. Let me be real with you. I'm very into – look, Pat, Pat Mahomes is great. Best quarterback yeah. – second best quarterback in the league. I'm still rocking with Russell. Um, <laughs> but you mean, we need to recognize how much it helps having Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Sammy Watkins when he's healthy and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and so on. And so we can go to – and Eric bien calling plays and Andy Reid. Like, you can't double anybody. You, you can't <laughs> double anybody. It's just like – it's just like having an NBA star, <laughs> cough, cough, Kevin Durant, go to Golden State. Oh, you can't trash. double anybody. Oh, that's trash. <laughs> if uh, you can't double anybody, then it's easier. You still have to make the reads. The guys still have to get open. But Tyree Hill is going to always be open. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, if Tyree Hill isn't open, Travis Kelsey is open. So, yeah, man. Do your own research. Watch, watch the games, you know, before you um, – just look at a look at a highlight or a clip on Sports Center, and <laughs> you'd be watching that get up first take. Still, I don't know how people still watch first take, but it's fine. I I, I hate first take. Uh, <laughs> I only watch Undisputed because Shannon is hilarious. Oh, um, but with you know with get up, I do. I, I I love Ryan Clark though. He keeps it real. Hmm. He, That's he, fair. I, I, he he keeps it real. <laughs> He's not a homer. Any, if anybody's a homer, then I, I don't even want to listen to you. Yeah. So he, he's been telling us about Pittsburgh for five weeks, and he's been hearing it from the Pittsburgh fans on Twitter. No, that's real. <laughs> well, now they're eating it. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, let's, 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 let's wrap that up. <laughs> yeah, man. Actually, you maybe want to talk about James Harden, but I guess we could do that tomorrow. It's different, <laughs> different conversation. Hey, we, can do, we can squeeze in a basketball segment uh, later. Uh, not, not today, but we can squeeze it in. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of because he looks like a three technique right now, bro. He looks like a three technique, and he talk, <laughs> talk about you want to get traded. You cover the training camp late. You got three years left on your deal, and you've choked in every single elimination game that you've ever played. And you want out of Houston, and you you won out, and you picked this team, and the culture is bad. You are the culture, bro. And you any, picked Chris Paul. You picked Westbrook. How can you not <laughs> play with Chris Paul? You couldn't play with Chris Paul. You couldn't play with Dwight Howard when he was still, you know. Everywhere Chris Paul goes, he elevates the team. Everywhere, bro. Like, is again, yeah, we can we'll, rant we'll, on this later. But We'll squeeze, on, we'll squeeze yeah, it in. Man, Harden is this an interesting story. Um, although I'm sure all the Houston strip, strippers are, are going to be sad to see him go. All right, moving on. College football, uh, power 16. Um, I like my list, but then again, I don't like it. So the top four stays pretty stable for me, at least, uh, except F- Florida drops out. I got Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Texas a and 
Top four. All right. After that. I have the same. Yeah. After that, I got Cincinnati five, Iowa State six, Ohio State seven, Indiana eight, Coastal Carolina nine. I'm going to swap BYU and Florida and BYU at 10. Um, the only thing I'm going to prime right there is Texas A&M and Ohio State. I'll say it again. Ohio State just hasn't played enough games. You're five and oh. Okay. You're going to play your sixth game on Saturday. That's utterly ridiculous because only playing six games, Florida, if they only play six games, they'll be in it. Well, they, have one, they have one loss. Well, yeah, but their schedule might have been different. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, true, you, true. you didn't have to play. It's, it's just not enough games to say this team should play for a national title, period. Especially when you've got the SEC and Big 12 who have played, and ACC who have played, what? The SEC played a 10 game schedule. 10-game conference only schedule. And they're just now beginning to cancel games. So, like, I think at the very least, I think every team has, has at least played eight games in yeah. the SEC. In the ACC, every team has at least played eight games. It's so, absurd. I can't, I, yeah, I can't justify it. I, I, I think it's a matter of, you know, the, I think it's the wording with the committee because they claim that they want – they're picking the four best teams. Now, are you picking the four best or are you picking the four most deserving? Because Ohio State doesn't deserve to be in there, you know, after only playing six games, which would be the sixth one would be this Saturday. I would counter you know, that, I, think, bro. Oh, I don't even huh? think you can say a team who's only played six games is one of the best four teams. Your, your yeah, resume yeah, isn't long enough for me to even say nine. you're one of the – you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, do I think – I think Ohio State can beat Texas A&M, but regardless of what, you know, I think they're going to put them in regardless. They're they going are. to beat Northwestern. Yeah. They're going to beat Northwestern. Um, I kind of hope they lose. I, I hope they lose against Northwestern because the committee would hate that because no Big Ten team would be in there. It would be two SEC teams. That would make them right, so Two bad. SEC and technically two ACC. Mm-hmm. If Notre Dame beats Clemson, does Clemson drop from four to five? I don't like Clemson, but Clemson should be in regardless because exactly. they played 10 games. They're going to play they their play 11th games, game Saturday. And, and your two losses will be against the number two team in the nation. Come on. And, and, and if they lose Saturday, <laughs> it's going to be close again. Right. If Clemson wins, Notre Dame should still be in the top four. Notre Dame's in, yeah. It, so you got, two, you got two ACC teams that are going to be in, more than likely. And more than likely – well, you will have two SEC teams in if Ohio State loses. Yeah. So I'm hoping for that. <laughs> Which is how it should be. I mean. Uh, yeah. But we'll get, you know, I want to see I want to see Notre Dame win so they can stay at two. Alabama's going to win against Florida. That's a given. Yeah. All right. So they're going to put Clemson at four. You know, I'm looking for that Clemson-Alabama matchup this time. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Trevor Lawrence against Bama again. Um, Nobody's I like, staying close. I mean, obviously, I like Bama, but <laughs> I, bro, I don't even think Clemson is staying within two touchdowns of Alabama this year. I I don't think any of the top four will. No, I'm just looking at the matchup. I just I just want to see that again, and I want to see Dabo get embarrassed. So I'm hoping for a competitive two three matchup because Alabama's semifinal is probably going to be sixty to thirty two, or something. Two three. But I think two isn't two three is typically always competitive. Somewhat. Well, when 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 the playoff has competitive get now they didn't give us a lot of blowouts. The playoff has given us a lot of bad games. Yeah, 
Now, last year that's they gave why, us a couple good ones. That's why I don't want to see. I think it was one good one. I don't want to see an eight team. I, I, that's that's the reason why I don't want to see an eight team. And number blowouts. Be, it, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be like three four <laughs> blowouts. Be, and like I don't get what's the point. I mean, this Win is what the NCAA, games. Yeah, get, make a great schedule. Win all your games. Get in the top four. I mean, this is what the NCAA has allowed to happen. Like, I'm in a small minority here all the time. Just like, there was never any need for a playoff because there are so few years where there are three or four or five deserving teams of a national title anyway. So for the once every four or five years where there's three or four, we went and made this change. But like this year, Alabama would be in and then you'd have a conversation of Notre Dame Clemson. This coming And they play this week. And they play this week. Now, if Notre Dame were to win, they would automatically be in. If Notre Dame were to lose, then you'd have that heated conversation about, you know, which one belongs in. And that would be a difficult conversation. But at the end of the day, I would take the winner of Saturday because it's at a neutral field. And you might say, that's not fair. That's life. It's neutral field, conference title game, winner Two gets teams. in. That's it. Two teams. <laughs> Number three is going to be close. But yeah. you can, whatever reason – why we left number three out, it was probably a good reason. Right. Number three is probably not undefeated. One and two in the BCS era was almost always undefeated. It was perfect. So you you couldn't, you could not, you know, leave two undefeated teams who played a power five schedule out. So I didn't have a problem with the BCS. Plus, you know, I, I like the computer part of it. You yeah. know, I like the, 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 the third of it is a computer element. It's not human element. It, it, there's no bias in it. It's going mm-hmm. strictly by the numbers. I like that element. I enjoyed that too, man. I think people railed on that, but like, you know, the com- these group of human beings continue to put in teams to the playoff that don't deserve to be in. Like they are clamoring and trying to create any way to put Ohio State in because they need their Big Ten darling in the dance when they don't deserve to be there. The year Ohio State won the playoff, they did not deserve to be in a national title game. For the 18th time to people, See, being successful in something does not justify inclusion. Just because you win a tournament does not mean you deserve to be in it. The criteria is not what you do when you're in the tournament. The criteria yeah. is the resume from what you did previously. And if you don't have a resume that compares to other people, you should not be in. TCU or Baylor should have been in that year. Anyway, Ohio State's going to be in, unfortunately. I hope they lose to Northwestern Saturday so we can avoid I this whole madness. If they, um, if they don't, then they're just going to get beat by Alabama by two touchdowns. Oh, so, it's going to be bad, bro. They will smack know. the Alabama. I mean, Alabama's going to win this whole thing. So a lot of this conversation is moot. But I know. I know. <laughs> uh, let's get into a little championship preview. So the Pac-12 is just a mess. Um, Washington was supposed to play in the Pac-12 title game. They played five games and are having a conference championship game. Anyway, um, they Washington's supposed I, to be there. Who cares? Nobody cares. I don't like, say that, man. I mean, I I'm not going to say who cares. But it's like, you, you see USC, and I got USC ranked. I got them ranked 11. Oregon is unranked, I believe. But when, when I think of USC, it's just that, that Bush-Liner era is in the back of my mind. Mm. And I know that they don't have to get there, but they're not even perennial top 10 anymore. No. And Oregon is not perennial top 10. So the Pac-12 doesn't have a perennial powerhouse. And that's why that, that, that conference is, it's not irrelevant, but it's like, for one, we're on the least coast. So we're not staying up that late to watch them. Man. <laughs> so, and two, you know, if back in that era though, I was staying up and watching those guys. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. you don't have any Heisman <laughs> front runners and you don't have a marquee team other than the name USC. So 
there's not a lot of people tuning in. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you know, five games. You play five, six games. You're in the conference championship. Um, I think actually USC gets Oregon, and I hope they do. I want to see USC back, but you know, I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it's Friday night, so maybe I'll watch it. If on I'm Friday night? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might, I might watch it. Right. Yeah, Lounce is playing up here tonight, so I might go to that game. Though. On Wednesday? I might get some high school action. Oh, on Friday night. Gotcha. Yeah, on Friday night. What's going on? Who are they playing? They play um, Collins Hill. Oh, okay. Semifinals. Georgia high school football, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, my bad. Two of the better programs. <laughs> no, two of the better programs in the nation. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, you probably know who Lounce High School is, football-wise. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie and try to offer some analysis on this game. I haven't watched a whole lot of Pac-12 football this year. I, I care about the Pac-12 when Oregon is an elite program, which, and look, I think they should have been. I don't think people should be making, mm, let me backtrack. If you're not an ACC, SEC, or Big 12 school, I don't think you should be making rash decisions about your coaching situation this year. Oregon's going to end up, you know, three and two. They'll probably lose to USC and end up three and three. There's no need to change for Mario Cristobal. You don't no. need to make a big rash about you played six games. Your season was rabbits. You had no spring ball. You had canceled the season and you came back like big 10 pac 12 coaches and other like abbreviated programs. It's like, you don't need to take a whole lot of stock in this year. <laughs> you know, if you got somebody you want to reevaluate, cool. Let them stick around and think about next year, but there's just not enough, not enough tape, not enough games for you to make drastic changes. I think, um, this coming season. So 8 p.m. Eastern Friday's Pac-12 title game. That should be fun. I probably won't watch a lot of it, to be honest. Chris, um, they're talking about Crystal Ball maybe being aligned to interview for the Auburn job. I ain't going there. I'm not going to coach against Nick Saban. Yeah, yeah, me either. I'm sure I hope Kevin still gets it. They're D.C. Yeah, they oh, I hope Crystal they give him a shot to get it. You know, but, you know, big-time players. Auburn has that loan money, so they already know they already know who they're going to interview and they already know who they're going to give a chance in the interview. <laughs> so you can interview somebody. This just might be for show, but they already know who they possibly want. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, man, SEC has loan. SEC big 10, they have loan money, man. Yeah. Those programs have been around for a long time. You, you know what I would actually, what I would do, we didn't talk about this in our sort of top four talk. Big 12 title game is Oklahoma against Iowa State. If Iowa State wins that game, they deserve to be in over Ohio State, whether Ohio State wins or not, because they played There's, 11 games. College football, um, the playoff committee has them five or six. Six. They have them six. Who's fifth for them? Uh, Texas a they have They have Ohio State four. They have Texas and them five. Mm-hmm. And they have... Iowa State. If Iowa State wins, they should be over Texas A&M regardless, yeah. because they're their conference champion. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be man. It's so, so let's just say Iowa State. You know, destroys. They play Texas, right? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. Let's let, let's say they beat Oklahoma by two touchdowns. All right, and Ohio State loses do now if Notre Dame loses. <laughs> hmm. So you got to shuffle it up, you know, spot at number four. Because if Notre Dame loses, Clemson's number two. 
Then you have Notre Dame, Ohio State, Iowa State. Notre Dame's in, regardless. I think. You think Notre? You think I'm? I'm just thinking. Who? What are they going to do? Well, what they, they say they don't do? care about matchups. If that means Notre Dame and Clemson playing back to back, that's cool. I I don't know if I agree. These people try to make us like like we're fools. Like they don't think about <laughs> matchups and money when they're doing this stuff. And none Who of us care are, about matchups. Right. None of us are stupid. Okay. They're, they're gonna they're creating matchups because it's all about money. We get it. So stop trying to make us out to be dumb. Now, I think Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson are in, regardless. Not dumb. Excuse me. Um, didn't mean to to be offensive there. Uh, I think Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson are in, like regardless. So then it becomes Ohio State. If Ohio State wins, they're in. They shouldn't be. They're in love with Ohio State. Now, yeah. if Ohio State loses, which we're all praying they do, then I think it becomes Texas A and M who plays Tennessee on Saturday or it becomes Cincinnati who plays Tulsa in the AAC championship or Iowa State. It's going to be Texas and them because they're in the SEC. Yeah, That's what it's going to tell money. you. That's loan money, man. Now, it should, it should be Iowa State if they beat Oklahoma, but they're not going to let Iowa State into this because it's, this is like good old boys put, gatekeeper stuff. They're not going to put Iowa State, Oklahoma, anybody. If Ohio State loses, Texas and them is going to be in that four spot. Yeah. You got the oil money and you got the SEC money. Yeah. They're in there. And then they get beat by, you know, 28 again. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> It'll be closer. Keep, It'll be closer this time, but maybe 21. They would keep Alabama, Texas A&M 1-4, and they would just do Notre Dame, Clemson, and ESPN would just play on a loop. Oh, it's the third time, Notre Dame, Clemson 3. Um, that would be a good game. Alabama, Texas A&M would be like 42 to 21, but, you yeah. know, it's cool. Um. That's unfortunate. Louisiana and Coastal Carolina is low-key the game I'm most excited about this weekend. Not most excited, but very much so excited about Sunbelt Crawford Championship game. I've got Coastal, Coastal Carolina ninth. Um, I do honestly believe that this could be, um, I don't want to say group of five championship because I think Cincinnati beats Tulsa. I think there should be two group of five teams in, though because of how good that group has been. And I think Cincinnati will be in line for an at-large berth if they end up within top six, I think. Um, so then there would be another team in, which I think would be Coastal Carolina, Louisiana winner. Um, that's actually going to be at Coastal Carolina, not a neutral site. Iowa State lost to Louisiana beginning of the year. Loss looked bad at the time. Looks like a good loss. Not good loss. No such thing as a good loss. But it's not a bad loss. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, who you got in that game? Um... I'm thinking Coastal, too. I think they're just – some teams, you just like, it's your year. Yeah. And they're they're riding it, man. They run the football. <clears throat> when you think about a team that's not group of five uh, and the way they ran the ball on everybody, BYU, I think, everybody. had a top five rush defense. And it didn't matter. They're running the, – their center, they've highlighted as many times. The center is 5'9". Their average – Size is like you know six. I think like six one or six two two eighty. That's that small for, yeah. you know, is if it, it power five standards. That's small. Yeah. So I think Coastal is just going to run it up on, um, yeah, on Louisiana. And I like their defense too, man. That's what I was more impressed with watching that BYU game. Yeah. Everybody flies to the ball. They fly to the ball. Bro. Everybody flies to the ball. And I've watched Louisiana too, and they have, they have a good quarterback. Uh, I like what they do on offense. Bill Napier is a pretty good coach. But, yeah, I, I think Coastal Carolina gets him. I like that guy, Napier. He might be in line for Auburn, which if I were him, yeah. I would wait out a little bit more. I just don't want to coach against Nick Saban. But I will, I will wait it out, man. Me too. Like, what? 
and, you're good. And, Wait, you, it's not going anywhere. Something's going to open up unless yeah, you're just man. an Auburn fan. Like you really want to be at Auburn, something's going to open up for you. And the thing you've is, you've laid like, the foundation that you're a good coach. Something's going to open up. And there, you're always. It doesn't matter. He could go, you know, five and seven at Louisiana next year. What he's done in the past two seasons is going to be there regardless. Yep. Like, exactly. like James Franklin is going to. James Franklin needs two or three bad seasons for the narrative to change on him because he won yep. nine games at Vanderbilt twice. This guy is an elite coach. I don't care about what happened to Penn State this year. If they would have played a full year, I think they would be in a, a Big Ten title game, and I had them in the playoff at the beginning of the year. And what they did in this very abbreviated, crazy short season doesn't change that for me, um, for any Big Ten team, really. But, yeah, I just – the thing with Auburn, and I know we got to close in a minute, but, like, Gus Malzahn is one of the few SEC coaches that has proven he can beat Nick Saban. Like, who do y'all want? Who do y'all want? What do you think your program should be, I guess, while the greatest of all time is at this, is at your right? Like, you need to recognize their limitations to what you can accomplish right now. And you can't control yeah. that. Auburn is Michigan South. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you have a great program in Ohio State. Jim Harbaugh can't beat them. You can't, no. you can't out-recruit them. No. And you can't find a quarterback better than theirs. That's the same thing going on with Auburn. They have a better coach, they have a better history in their program, <laughs> better recruiting classes, and they have a better quarterback than you. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. He got fired after a win. <laughs> They're six win. and three, dog. <laughs> after a win. A blowout win. They about to see what life is like after Gus. I think it's going to be unfortunate for him. Yep. Uh, real quick, Clemson Notre Dame. Oh, let's do Alabama, Florida first. We are Alabama. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> Clemson, Notre Dame. Too. Uh, I, I'm going back and forth. I really wanted Notre Dame to win that first. I, I don't think Clemson. You know, nah, I'm going with Notre Dame again, man. Clemson, yeah. that defense isn't the same. Notre Dame is going to be able to run the ball at will. Not at will, but they're going to. I wouldn't be surprised if they run for like 220. Yeah. And Ian Book is a baller, man. He just makes the right plays. I'm not saying he's a, you know, fantastic quarterback, but he's a pretty good college quarterback. And he just, he makes plays. He's dynamic because he can run the ball as well. He just, he makes plays, man. I got Notre Dame. They got a lot of dogs on that squad. Good on the interior on both sides of the football. I think the Irish will win. Better question. If Notre Dame wins and Clemson loses, Alabama, Notre Dame automatically in. Let's say Ohio State wins and Iowa State beats Oklahoma and Cincinnati wins. Clemson, Iowa State, or Cincinnati? Who should it be? They have to. They have to put Clemson out. Yeah. Just because you have two losses, Iowa State will have the same two losses. Well, they will have two losses as well, mm-hmm. but they will be a champion. Mm-hmm. So from, I think you got to put Iowa State in at four. Yeah. yeah. I will go Iowa State or Cincinnati. Cincinnati beats the breaks off Tulsa. I might go Cincinnati. Um, but they'll probably end up I like Tulsa's defense. I like, Tulsa's def- I like their secondary. Uh, I That's think Tulsa might win this Saturday. We didn't get a chance to get to that one, maybe on uh, tomorrow's episode. Um, appreciate y'all. All 22 will be back tomorrow with uh, some more previews, college football. Maybe we'll rant about James Harden uh, and then preview the NFL weekend as well. We got to sneak in the rant. We got to sneak in the rant there. Um, y'all be sure to check us out. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, www.redmondnetwork.com.